Welcome back to Finding the One Podcast. This is your host, Reese. Um, This is episode eight. Uh, Episode eight will be about toxic people. I do want to apologize for such a long break in between episodes. You know, sometimes you have to go out there and actually practice what you preach, uh, meaning you have to start doing self-reflections. You have to start improving on yourself as a person, um, if that's what you want. Some people are fine with being stagnant. Some people are fine with uh, not elevating. And some people don't even realize that they're that they're stagnant or they're not elevating or growing as an individual. So, you know, just took a little time to myself, grow uh, my relationship, you know, um, and also grow relationships with you know, family and friend, friends as well. Um, just trying to have an overall better understanding of things. But um, so I do appreciate all of you who will be listening to this episode. It's about toxic people. I got the idea from someone. Um, I want to say with the toxic people, the reason I picked this and I was very excited about this topic is A lot of people don't realize how when you let someone else into your space, friend, loved one, whatever, how it can affect your well-being. And when I say that is, in my perspective, this is just my opinion, your spouse is supposed to support you, have your back, stand up for you, you know, um, keep it straight with you you know be straightforward with me if I'm dead wrong and I know I'm dead wrong don't don't let me slide because at the end of the day it doesn't help me be a better person it doesn't help me be a a better overall man or woman uh, you know whatever your sex is Um, but as as just an individual not having that accountability and knowing that you are a person who likes to kind of slither and slide on the accountability you have to have a partner that holds you accountable. Um, not saying that you can't be accountable for yourself. So I'm not saying that you need to get in a relationship to be accountable. However, what I'm saying is you don't want a partner that will enable you. You want a partner that's going to push you to your limits in a positive way. Not like run you out the door, but push you to the limits in a positive way to uplift you and help you grow as a person. Or or give you that little push you need to grow as a person. You never know. Um, but the point of the story is toxic people. And the reason I said toxic people is because I have been victim to this. A lot of people have been victim to this because you don't realize it until mm, I would say several weeks later. So happens like it always happens. Somehow this person enters into your life, whether you're looking for someone or you guys wind up being friends due to co-workers, due to um, they are maybe went to school together, whatever the case may be. There's a, there's a million ways to meet people nowadays, so they can't, I can't pinpoint one specific way. However, the point of the story is that when you are meeting this person, you like them initially, obviously. You uh, feel like you all have things in common, obviously. And you guys connect on some kind of level. Don't know what the level is because everybody's level is different. But you connect on something, whether it be 
Maybe you all both are parents. Maybe you both uh, were are the same sign. Whatever reason it is that you connect, that that does that's irrelevant to the story. So the point is, you connect with this person, you start talking to this person. If you're super busy, maybe you guys don't talk as much, and you guys do little catch ups like dinner or jump on the phone or uh, short interactions, whatever it is that you all. Uh, catch up and keep up with each other's lives perfect not a problem as the weeks go on you realize as you catch up with them more and more whether it be you guys hanging out or you're just talking on the phone or facetime or however it is that you choose to interact with each other you realize every time you come to the table you have something positive to say or bring like for an example Oh, I had a great day and everything's just going well. And I just, I just love everything right now. Like I'm in a really good space in life. And then on the flip side, every time they come to you, it's, I can't catch a break. I don't understand. I can't figure it out. I can't this. No, these jobs just don't know how to deal with a real one. And you're sitting there thinking like, because you're a new friend or partner, maybe just depending on your title, you're like, hey, that's unfortunate. You know, you think the person just has bad luck or running. You know, there are times where you run the highs and lows. Life is a roller coaster. It's a journey. It's a path. You go ups and downs. So you need someone with you that's willing to do both ups and downs because there's there's just as many ups as there's downs. So the thing about it is the first interaction you know, let's say you're the this the friend, and the friend is saying, "Oh yeah, you know, work's going bad, car's giving me problems, the kids aren't listening, and I'm just stressed out." And you think you can relate because one, you don't know this person, and two, you're trying to empathize with this new friend you made. You're like, "Oh, girl." Or guy, don't worry about it. You know, things happen. You know, it's just a small bump in the road. Because in your eyes, that's how you picture things. It's just a small bump in the road. Things will get better. Um, I'm sure it'll turn around. That Because that's the kind of person you are. You're positive. You're uplifting. You want the best for everyone. You want the best for yourself. So that's what you project and put out into the world. However, they don't project and put this out into the world. The same thing. So, cool. But, water under the bridge that was conversation maybe two maybe conversation three you catch up again you haven't talked to about a week or two same spill you know different scenarios but same spill oh um uh this happened and this happened and they i gotta get out of there they don't want to pay nothing and this and that and you're sitting there thinking to yourself like i don't mind hearing the bad But as a person, you're like, man, how come every time we interact, you're always sharing the negative? Like, when are you going to call me and say, you know, something positive happened to you or your children or you got a new promotion at work or they're giving you more money per Hey, I personally remember working with a lady. I will never forget her. And I just felt bad for her so much because in the two years I worked there at this location, the lady would come in, everybody, you know, when you first start your morning, you start your shift, everybody's not a morning person. So I get it. Some days I go in there, hey, everybody, you know, 
And some days I just, you know, go sit at my desk. So I understand that. But never did this lady come in happy, ever. Whether it be day shift, night shift, no matter what shift she was on. She was always upset, always uh, never content or happy. And I'll give you some examples. Um, It was her birthday one time. We tried to surprise her. We got some cupcakes, a cake, this and that. The lady... First thing she said, oh, I don't, I don't really eat cupcakes like that or cookies. Or... So all these people at the office who tried to make your day special, not our day, your day special for you as a surprise to you. Now, mind you, if we take some accountability in it, we could have asked more questions, maybe found out exactly what she liked, maybe found out exactly what it is she was into. However, comma, it just didn't make sense to me that this lady was sitting there willing to not even appreciate any of the things that they did for her, but jump to the negative of, oh, I don't do this or, oh, I don't do this. And it's just very interesting to me that people automatically jump to that. Like there's some people, for example, if we had to flip it row reverse and I was in that situation, I'd be like, hey, guys, I really appreciate you taking the effort out to you know, doing this for me. I really appreciate it. I love surprises. Uh, However, I don't eat X. Okay, cool. Now they know, you know, you're not being funny style. You're not like, oh, I don't want to try this and that. It's just more so of, hey, you guys bought me cake. I'm more of a cheesecake guy. I do appreciate it. But please, everyone enjoy the cake and take some home to your spouses because I don't want them to feel like they wasted their hard-earned money. I don't want them to feel like they took that time out to try to make my day of all days special. And then you sit up there and you turn around and you the first thing you do is a, a negative. First thing you say is something negative. So it's just, and over time, it was so draining working side by side with her to the point where, I was excited for her days off. Like, they weren't even my off days. Follow what I'm saying here. (laughs) I was more excited for her off days than my off days because that meant two consecutive days that we didn't hear any complaining, any moaning, any stories about what's going on. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this was right away. I've worked with this lady two years. So it had to be over a a several months of realizing a pattern of you're just never happy. Like I get it. Like there's been times that everybody in life goes through a run or goes through a spell of where it just can't get anything right. And I understand that. And that's just part of life. And that's what makes us stronger. And that's what we learn from. However, this lady was like going through months and months of the spell. So I was just like, well, you know, I even reached out to another coworker like, hey, is, is everything all right with this lady? And I was like, no, she's been like this for years. So then when she said that, I was appalled. Like I literally jumped back and said, for years? This isn't like a, like to me, I only reason I asked a coworker to see if maybe the lady knows her more. Is the lady going through divorce because she was married? Maybe the lady's, you know, having um, issues at home with her kids or her husband or, you know, something like that, which is the normal reaction of, you know, it's really hard to bring that positive energy or bring that uh, change your energy when you come into work sometimes because you have so much on your plate or so much going on. Completely understand that. 
However, when she clarified that this lady's been like this for years, it was like, wow, like I was more excited about your, your off days than mine. Because for me, it was like, this is two days of peace. We get two days of peace. And, and this lady just works with me. This isn't a partner. This isn't a friend. This isn't, you know, I don't consider her anything but a coworker. So for me, it was always very interesting because I always felt my energy going down on days I had to work with. I was like, dang, it's, I think her off days are Tuesday, Wednesday. Dang, it's Monday. I got to work with complainer today. And you know, it, and, and it was very eye opening. Now here's a woman I'm not trying to pursue. Here's a woman I'm not friends with. And she's still taking that energy from me. She's still able to change my energy and change my energy off of just who she is as a person. So that was very eye-opening and telling. And I'm not going to sit here in front of you today and say that I didn't date toxic people. But like I said at the beginning, I feel that you don't quite see the signs right away because sometimes when you you're talking to people or you're in talking stages you see the best version of them because they want you to like them they want you to love them all this but you start noticing a pattern of this person's always miserable like they're never happy they're never excited you've could have took them to their favorite uh, activity their favorite restaurant whatever it is they're always miserable and those toxic people feed off that I mean, essentially, they feed off that because I remember several times when I had conversations with people, whether it was I was dating them or they were friends and they were just toxic, they were draining. And I would go, you know, um, I would just make up something I had to do because I could feel my energy leaving my body. And I just it almost came to a point Well, it did come to a point, but in the beginning, it came to a point I was questioning why we were friends. And then and then after weeks, <laughs> it came to a point of, I don't even want to answer your call anymore. And me as a person, like, I always want to help people. Like, I don't all, I'm, I'm kind of standoffish when I first meet people. But once I get a good read on you and a good feel on you and a, a good understanding of who you are as a person, then I'm always willing to lend out the olive branch and help you because no one got to where they are in life without some help from somebody. So if I can maybe be that vessel that helps you on to the next great stages of your life, cool. And does that mean that um, I'm looking for compensation or does that mean that I want to uh, benefit off that? Like make, you know, for example, like if you had an idea for a business and I helped you with the idea, do I automatically want to be the co-owner? No. All it means is that you put it out there in hopes that one day you'll receive it back. And usually when you just put it out there and do something nice for someone, it, it, it comes back to you. Sometimes it comes back right away. I remember a situation recently, very hot outside. It was about 106. Homeless guy laying on the ground, just laying on the ground. And you can tell he'd been out there a while because his whole body's red. Like his skin, he has no shirt on. That's what I mean. He had no shirt on and he, he's all red. And I saw him kind of laying. He was kind of trying to get some shade, but it was like right in front of a subway. And I'm not a subway fan, 
But something, my spirit told me, go in the subway. So I went in the subway and I said, you know what, sir, can I have two waters? And I bought two bottles of water and I gave the two bottles of water to the, to the young man. And he was so grateful and thankful. And later on that day, I wind up getting like a 20 buck tip. And now you could say, maybe it's because of good customer service. Or you could say, you know, I put the blessing out there and it came back tenfold. However you do. This isn't a, a channel on religion, so I'm not going to go deep diving. But my point is, when you put out good things and you and you show kindness to people who are in, in need and not, you know, people who are fraudulent or, or acting as if they're in need, and you generally do it out of your heart, it always comes back. So my point in saying that is, I just can't understand the philosophy of the toxic people. Like when you put all this toxic out and you're always complaining about this and always complaining about that. And, oh, I should have got the promotion. I'm better than her. And, oh, I should have did this and that. Do you ever self-reflect on why this stuff keeps happening? Do you ever self-reflect on why no one likes working with you? Do you ever self-reflect on why you're not getting these positions? You're not getting these positions because people don't even like working with you in your current role. So they definitely don't want you to be their manager or the assistant manager or anything else in their department. If anything, they'll help you get to another department so you can be someone else's problem. But essentially, no. Um, so that that was a very eye-opening as far as in a workspace. As far as in a relationship, I remember being in a relationship. This was quite a while ago. For me, I'm a risk taker. Now, calculated risks, I'm not just going to go, hmm, I can take my rent. I can take my mortgage money or rent money and invest in this business. And if they pay out within the next three to six months, I could just catch up on rent. No, no, no. I'm not that much of a risk taker. There are those kind of people who will take their bill money and try to, you know, invest it in stocks or this or that. And if that works for you, that's fine. I'm not knocking you. All I'm just saying is my level of risk is a little lower than you all because I, I try to take risks with the extra money. Like, okay, if I got extra money, extra $40, how can I take this 40 and make that 40 into more money? Can I invest it? Can I buy something so I can then sell it? What can I do with this set amount of money, whatever amount of money it is that I can use to invest to try to make me some more money? So for me, that's my thought process when it came to the whole thing. So overall, I sat there and I was just puzzled because I'm like, every time there were things that I liked, for example, I like bowling. So I was like, hey, you know, I really want to go bowling. You want to go bowling? No, I don't want to go bowling. Bowling's stupid. Okay. Now, if you don't want to go bowling, that's fine. If you don't like bowling that's fine but why try to put down something that I said I love for example I said I love going bowling so you know that I feel some way about bowling like I enjoy it you know I love the competition of it you know no two days are the same when you're bowling because some days you might bowl a high twos some days you might blow a low ones you know you never know so for me, it's something I love and enjoy. And then for you to just like say, oh, well, you know, that's not it. That's that's stupid. Why would you do that? It's it's really toxic because after a while, 
if you're not a strong will enough person, you'll start second guessing all the stuff you love. You'll go, dang, maybe bowling is stupid. And then that's when you have to really worry because now they have put their stuff on you and their stuff has been on you. And the in fairness, you should address that person and say, hey, this is something I enjoy and I love and I would appreciate if you not put it down. Now, if you don't want to do it, you don't want to participate in it. That's all fine. But please don't belittle the things that I enjoy doing just because you don't like, doing it. you know, and that was a hard lesson because I was just like, well, maybe, you know, and I started thinking to myself like, well, I think bowling's cool. Like, you know, I mean, you don't have to like it. You don't have to love it. It would be nice if the person I'm talking to would enjoy going bowling with me, but it's not a requirement. I could totally do it by myself or with friends or just with people that enjoy bowling. But it was those little things like that, that just over time I realized, wow, like, this is really something else. So for me, it was that and then just other little things in life as far as going back to risk taker. There's always ideas I have when it comes to maybe a new business or a new way of doing something, a faster way of doing something, um, a new concept, just anything like that. It. I never even know when it's going to happen. I could be just sitting here like this and I come up with the idea off of something that I saw on TV or internet or something somewhere I saw it and then it made me think about it more just randomly. And now I'm thinking like, wow, that was good, but I wonder about this or that. But what I noticed is people who are, I would say, visionary or entrepreneurs or just ideas, idea uh, that have ideas. You sh- the worst thing you can do, the very worst thing you can do, and I'm speaking from experience, is to shut down our ideas. Like an example, if I'm coming to you with an idea, let me pitch you the idea. Give me constructive feedback. You know what, Reese? That's a good idea. The only qualms I have with this is that this, this, and this. We can talk about that. We can say, hey, why do you feel that way? Or I can maybe say, hey, I didn't explain the whole thing or I apologize. I left this out because, you know, I've already thought about these two. But the third thing, I didn't never thought of that before. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. That's the way you have a conversation. You don't sit there and nitpick and say, well, that's stupid. How do you think that's going to work? Why do you think that's going to work? And in history and in time you have to give toxic people some credit and it's going to sound so crazy but think about it like this when they when Elon Musk was talking about an electric car people probably thought he was back crazy man why you need an electric car we got all these gas stations you know gas is plentiful you know in Texas it just pools forever And to him, he was thinking, well, let's save the economy. You know, it can be a better car, you know, better for the overall environment. You know, I can make it more of a status slash luxury symbol. You know, he's I'm sure he's having all these ideas in his mind. And I'm sure there are people around him or people that he pitched this idea to not even like to invest, but just want to, you know, brainstorm. Hey, like that's stupid. I have a electric, I have a gas car that works just fine. Nobody's gonna buy the car. You'll be out of business in a week. 
Now, everybody wants a Tesla. People, people are, I know people who pre-order a Tesla from two years ago and they're still waiting on their Tesla to get made because it's that exclusive. Of course, you can always buy a used one, but if you want a new one customized like you want, it's some, some of the models are two, two and a half year wait. So the point of this story, because I don't want to dwell too long on it, is if you let toxic people deter you from what you believe in your heart is the best things won't get done another crazy idea Lyft and Uber who 10 years ago thought that we would just completely stop using cabs I mean not 100% but for the majority cab usage has went significantly down why is that one cabs are rude a lot of times you're trying to flag them down and zoom right past or you're trying to, maybe you're on the phone and they're on the phone. It's like, where's the etiquette? Like, I'm the customer trying to go to a location and you're on the phone hollering at whoever you're hollering with. And I've had this situation. I'm not just speaking crazy. I've been in a cab where he's having a whole conversation. Like, it's a difference. If I get in your cab, you're finishing up your conversation. I expect one, two minutes, three minutes max. And your conversation's done. But... As a customer, I'm listening to your whole conversation. And I might have got in the cab and just wanted to go to wherever I'm going peacefully. Maybe I don't want to talk. Maybe I'm a talkative person and I want to talk to you. But I don't want to be rude, even though you're being rude and you're on the phone. So now I'm sitting there in the back really wanting to talk because maybe I'm in a city I've never been. And I really want to use this time to like, hey, what do you suggest for restaurants? What do you suggest for activities? What do you check for just overall sites to see like things you have to do before you leave this place? So for me, I would ask someone like that because you're a cab, you're familiar with the area, you live here, um, but you're on the phone. So I think with Uber and Lyft, People were like, nah, no one's going to get in a car with a complete stranger without thinking in their mind, the cab is a complete stranger. Yes, he's contracted through Yellow Cab or whatever company, but you don't know that man or woman. You don't know if you can trust them with your valuables or just your, your, your person to get to where you said you need to get to. So I'm sure... He was. They were thinking in their mind when they made Uber and Lyft. People were saying, "Nah, it's dumb." And then on the flip side, no one's gonna want to sign up and drive other people around that they don't know, and it'll be weird interaction. And both companies have taken off. Another thing, food delivery. When you thought of food delivery ten years ago, mainly pizza, Chinese food. That's it. Like I, in my life as a kid, I probably only got what pizza delivered, maybe Chinese food. Now. Anything you want from any restaurant, you could get it on DoorDash, Postmates, Uber Eats, Grubhub. There's like five platforms. And I think I missed like two in that whole spill. So my point is, the toxic people have always been around. It's what you do with the information that they provide to you. Do you use it as fuel to still do what you want to do and accomplish in life or do you use it and let it cripple you and go oh you're right that is stupid let me think of something else oh you're right that is dumb what was it and you have to be okay with not being okay with 
being in the status quo. If the status quo is red shirts, random idea, and you love green, wear your green shirt. You know why? Because that's what you love. That's what you enjoy. And having someone in your life that's willing to adapt and that's willing to say, you know what, spouse, it's this activity that you do is not a fan favorite of mine. However, teach me more about it. Maybe I want to learn more because maybe I will have enjoyed this or that. Or, you know what, maybe that'll be just a time where you spend with your friends or maybe that'll be an activity that you just do because I've tried it. I've went out with you. I've tried this activity. It's not an activity I enjoy. It's not something I enjoy. Um, Or in the flip side, hey, it's something I really don't like, but I'll go with you because I know this is something you enjoy and this is something you want to share with me. So it just depends on what kind of spouse you have, because some spouses will say, you know what, I really only want to do this with you. So it's it's tough that you don't want to do this with me and enjoy this with me. And on the flip side, they might, you might, or you might have a spouse that says, you know what, I appreciate that you told me that. Uh, I don't mind doing this activity by myself. I just wanted to open it up to you and you tried it. It wasn't for you. And I appreciate that you telling me, and I appreciate you not, you know, putting down what I like down. So the overall is toxic people can affect you if you let them. That's it. That's all. This is Finding the One podcast. Again, apologize for the long break. I am back. You will start getting your weekly uh, needs met. And um, this is Reese. And I want to thank everyone who's listening. I, I do get a little chart of everyone who listens. I have some people outside of the U.S. now. So that's exciting. Shout out to you all. And just shout out to any new listeners or previous listeners. You all have a great night.